Welcome to Connect with Purpose, the podcast where I tell you all about what it's like living with disabilities. I'm your host, Mina, and I'm coming at you from the inside of my closet. Now, I do understand that some of you might ask the question, why is she in her closet talking at us? Well, there is a very simple explanation, and that is just to try and improve the sound quality for you guys for all of my podcasts. So that's really why I'm in here doing my podcasts in my closet. (laughs) Speaking of my closet, I was in here the other day and I was kind of reorganizing and cleaning out my closet. And no, I was not trying to recreate an Eminem video from the early 2000s. I was just simply trying to reorganize. And I found something so amazing and something that is so rare. What did I find, you may ask? Well, I found a tiny, beautiful, sparkly bottle of hand sanitizer. And yes, it does have little gold sparkles inside of it. And to be honest, I was just so excited to find it. It was, it just seemed kind of weird to be that excited about hand sanitizer. But as we all know, right now, hand sanitizer is hard to come by. And I actually have to thank my beautiful and awesome goddaughter for giving me this bottle of hand sanitizer actually a few months ago. I love her so much, and I always have so much fun spending time with her. And so it was just extra awesome that I found this bottle because it reminded me of her. And yeah, so thank you to her and a big shout out to her for giving me this. You know, this was kind of before... um, this whole pandemic that we're all in really got started. So, you know, it was just a great timing to find it now. Which brings me to what my episode is going to be about today. So first, I want to take some time to talk about the pandemic and, um, you know, just kind of give my thoughts a little bit and, and everything like that. And second, I want to spend some time hopefully giving you guys some positive, um, vibes and tell you some stories about when having a disability has actually come in handy in my life, which is, I know, a little bit weird to think about. You know, of course, having disabilities has its challenges and you have to deal with it every day, but sometimes it comes in handy and it can actually be pretty helpful. So let's get into point number one, the pandemic. Literally, we're all in it together. It is a really strange thought to think about that the entire world is in the same situation, you know, and it, of course, is really hard and it's, these are really difficult times for everyone. And I just want to say that my heart really goes out to those that uh, the virus has directly affected. And I do understand that so many people have lost their lives and it's just it makes me really sad to think about. And I just want to say my heart goes out to them and my heart goes out to the families that, you know, this has affected in some type of way. And, um, you know, I, I do know that, you know, it, this, these are so so uncertain times at the moment. Um, and of course that is really hard for us all. You know, some people have lost their jobs and, you know, some people just don't know what's going on with their job. 
um, and what will happen with their job when all this is over. Um, you know, it's these are times where everything is so uncertain, like we don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. And we're just kind of living day by day, hour by hour, you know. And of course, these are times where it is very important that we keep ourselves informed, that we watch the news, that we get our um, info from credible sources and things like that. And of course, it is important for us to, um, you know, acknowledge what's going on right now. At least that's my opinion. Um you know, and it is important to know, like, what are the rules right now where you're staying, where you're living? You know, are you in a shelter in place order? You know, do you have to wear a mask? I'm pretty sure we all have to wear masks right now. But I do know that some rules change state by state. Where I am located, we do still have a shelter in place order. And we have that until at least the end of May. And we all have to wear masks and gloves going outside at all times. Um, you know, so that is a very different way of living right now. And I just want to say that I think that these are times where it's especially important to try and take care of ourselves. I know that that can be pretty difficult and I struggle with it, of course, myself. But I just want to encourage everyone to take time for themselves, do some self-care, um, do things to distract yourself, um, you know. And what I'm also trying to do, or at least what I'm trying to do now recently, is I'm trying to see the little silver linings in all of this. You know, like one thing I have n really noticed is that during these times, it really has shown how much people have come together. You know, how much people have reformed communities, how much people are connecting with each other in a meaningful way. And that is actually really awesome to see and to hear about. You know, just some examples of this is in Italy, where, of course, the virus was uh, hit everyone uh, extremely hard. Um, you know, where people then knew that they couldn't go outside and they couldn't meet with people in in person. So, you know, I remember seeing the news stories about people going on their balconies and singing and playing instruments with each other so that, you know, in their neighborhood, you could hear music and people singing. And that just shows such, you know, just that's just such a great way to to form a community when you can't be next to someone, you know, when you can't go somewhere with someone. Um, you know, other things, for example, I um, was watching my bestie's YouTube channel a while back and she did a whole video about this and I encourage you guys to go over to her channel at Lady Leo Pride and check it out because it's pretty cool. Um, and I didn't know about this before that, but she was talking about the... Um, um, all in challenge where celebrities, I guess, are uh, challenging each other to give back and encouraging everyone to donate. Um, and, um, I, I think the main purpose is that celebrities are, uh, auctioning off certain things and you can bid on them. And, you know, um, the whole point is to donate to somehow helping during these times of crisis and I think that that's really great, you know, that um, celebrities are doing what they can to help, you know. 
Um, You know, that shows a lot of commitment, I think, anyway. Uh, Another thing that I noticed that is so great is people just helping out um, their friends and their neighbors, you know. Um, You know, people are literally out there risking their lives for us. You know, my heart really goes out to all those people. And I just want to say thank you to all those people. You know, everybody from doctors, nurses, everybody in the medical field, of course, they are severely risking their own lives to help save people and to make sure that we can all be healthy. You know, um, you know, even people um, that we see every day, you know, are doing their part. Um, and then you have, for example, the the grocery store workers who are out there making sure that we have access to food. You know, they're risking their health too to be out and about in the population right now. Then you have people in restaurants making food and uh, the people that are delivering the food to us in a safe way, the people that are delivering our packages in a safe way. You know, all of these people are our lifeline right now. And I just really want to say a big thank you to all those people. And, you know, and everyone that's taking the stay in shelter order seriously and staying home as much as possible, that's a big deal too. You know, that's making such an impact And, you know, you just see all these people coming together. You know, I'm really grateful for the people in my life that are helping, you know, me and my son get groceries or, you know, close friends that I talk to and, you know, that I can just kind of connect with um, on on a more regular basis. And just all the check-ins that people are doing with each other to see how everyone's doing and everyone just using the terms be safe and healthy, you know, all that just shows connection. It shows community. And these are all, in my opinion, just the little silver linings that we have. And this brings me to my second point, which is I just want to tell you guys some positive stories in my life that... um. I'm hoping will kind of distract you for a little while because I do think that distracting ourselves for a little bit is important. So I hope that this will help. So let me start with the first story I want to tell. Um, This was back when I was still going to college and uh, I actually lived pretty far from my college and it would take me about an hour and a half to two hours to get there and an hour and a half to two hours to get back. Um, And I had different schedules, you know, all the time, like I had night classes, day classes. But on the days where I would actually get out kind of early in the afternoon, what I would usually do is I would go kind of the halfway point where I was halfway home and halfway to where my son was going to school at the time. And I would, if I had extra time, I would stop somewhere so that I could get some coffee and some food um, and and take some time to study and then pick up my son uh, before going home. So on this particular day, I went to a sandwich place and I got a large sandwich. And my plan was just kind of to eat half of it and, you know, then to just take the other half home for later. So... You know, I got my sandwich, I ate my uh, first half, and I was about to pull out some stuff so that I could study. Um, And this man walks in, and he comes up to where I was sitting in this booth, and he says to me, I'm really sorry to bother you, 
but I have not eaten in quite a while and I'm really hungry. Is there any way that I could have half of your half a sandwich? And again, I'm really sorry to bother you and maybe I can get them to cut it in half at the counter. And um, I looked at him and I just said, you know, there's no need for you to cut it in half. You can just have it. And he was, um, you know, he, he didn't say anything for a second. And then he's like, I don't really want to take your whole sandwich or anything. And I was like, oh, no, it's completely fine. You know, I already ate. I don't really need it. Why don't you sit down? And he did. And I just kind of pushed my tray with the, you know, sandwich that I hadn't touched that was still wrapped up. Um, I kind of just pushed it towards him and he thanked me and he did start eating it. And um, we started having a conversation and it was actually really awesome. Um, we talked about school and we talked about politics and life. And it was just like this great moment of two strangers connecting in a meaningful way with each other and not judging each other. Like, you know, I didn't judge him for anything and he didn't judge me for anything. And, you know, it was just like this moment where, you know, nothing that was really going on mattered except you know that two people had a great conversation you know there was no judgment on either of our parts and I don't think I'm ever gonna forget that man you know or our conversation and you know that it actually really meant a lot to me that I got to meet him you know and he didn't ask me for money he didn't say anything weird or inappropriate to me at all. He he just talked to me like, you know, anybody else. And he, you know, didn't judge me for anything. And like I said, I didn't judge him for anything. And yeah, it was just a really great moment. And, you know, before he left, he, he told me that he was really grateful and, you know, that he um, was really happy to have met me and that I really made a difference and that I just helped him and you know that really meant a lot to me and I I told him that I really enjoyed meeting him and you know um and I told him that it was no problem at all you know I I never saw him again but like I said I think that I'm always gonna remember that man so let me jump into the second story that I want to tell you guys where I feel like my disability has actually been pretty helpful. Um, and that is has to do with one of my jobs. So I have a couple of jobs, and I do want to actually do a whole episode at some point here in the future about what, you know, it's like trying to find a job if you have disabilities. And then I kind of want to tell you guys about my job. So one of my jobs that I have is I started my own pet care business and I definitely did not do this alone I had a lot of help um, from someone that means a lot to me and when I do that whole episode um, sometime I will definitely tell you guys who helped me and what helped me and how I got there and everything like that um, but yeah so I learned that I love working with animals um, animals are just so awesome like animals never judge you for anything you know animals they just want you to love them and that's it they don't really ask for anything in return and animals they just care that you have a kind soul and that's all you know when i take care of them they don't care that i walk with a limp 
or that I can't run or, you know, that um, my hand is just kind of locked in place and I don't really use it much. You know, they just care that I'm spending time with them and they care that, uh, you know, that I'm playing fetch with them or that they get, you know, that they just care that I hang out with them on the couch or something, you know. Um, they just care about sniffing the grass outside when we're out for a walk, you know. And that's all animals really care about. And so I just really love spending time with them because I get to work with these creatures all the time that are just so pure at heart. And like I said, they don't judge you. And so I just get to be in this really positive environment all the time when I'm around them. And what I noticed is that's really means a lot to me is that when you know I of course deal with the humans you know their owners their their pet parents you know I deal with them of course and I notice that their animal kind of um, has a big part in getting rid of the awkwardness sometimes and what's really great is that people get to actually see that people with disabilities are very capable of doing something you know a lot of times I get owners that uh, connect with me and they kind of let me know about their pets and a lot of times I get owners that say you know my dog is really shy and my dog has um, a pretty hard time bonding with people um, so you know I'm really nervous about leaving my dog and you know I always do a meet and greet with people first because I find that that's really helpful and, you know um uh, you know, and what's really great is when people come over and then they see me interact with their dog. And then a lot of times they'll be like, oh, you know, my dog seems to really like you. That's so great. That doesn't happen all the time. And so I think like when, when connections like that happen, they forget about my disability and it, it's, it's not a factor anymore, um, to them, you know, and all the people that I get to work with, they're, they're just like really sweet and they're really nice. And you could tell that they care about their animal. And that's, you know, that's like the most important thing to them. So they get to kind of see, you know, the way I interact with their, with their dog or with their cat, whichever it may be, you know. And so like that is just something really special to me. And I feel that, you know, it kind of teaches people that, hey, you know, just because someone might be a little bit different or just because someone has a disability doesn't mean that they're not capable, you know. And so I think that that is such a great way to, you know, connect with people and kind of, you know, have uh, people open their eyes and and see the world in a different way. So I think that that is really cool and I'm really grateful for my job and I'm really grateful for all the little doggies and kitties I get to work with. I actually miss them a lot right now, you know, because of shelter in place and social distancing. Um, I don't really take care of any animals right now. Um, I'm, I'm lucky to have my own pets, so that's really fun, um, you know, and I really love my pets so much, um, you know, but it, you know, it, it just adds something when I get to take care of all these other little four pod friends. So, you know, hopefully when all this is over, I get to hang out with them again, because like I said, I actually really miss them a lot. You know, it's a great way to spend my time. <laughs> so that leads me into my third story I want to tell you guys, where I feel 
having a disability has really come in handy. And that is the time where I worked as a rape crisis counselor. This was a few years ago. Um, and I did that type of work for four years. And I really appreciated it. And I learned a lot. And like I said, I found that having a disability actually came in handy sometimes. So what I did for this job was basically I worked the hotline where I would talk to people for about 15 to 20 minutes and hopefully help them. Um, and then eventually I also supervised the hotline. So kind of what that meant was when another counselor had a hard time with a call, they could reach out to me and I could talk to them so that they could be supported so that they can continue, hopefully, you know, working the hotline on their shift. You know, I would do things like if someone didn't answer for whatever reason, they, um, you know, the calls would be transferred to me. Or if someone got sick last minute, then I could take their sh oh, over their shift. Um, then I also did things like uh, if something went wrong at the hospital where survivors went um, for rape kits, then I would communicate with the nurses to make sure that the survivor had everything that they needed and that the nurse had everything that they needed, you know. Uh, and then the other part to that was that I had the opportunity to work with people in person, which was, you know, different um, and really amazing. I because you know you get to sit across from someone and um and of course counseling usually works a little bit better like that you know I mean nowadays not so much like there's all kinds of different ways to counsel someone but you know it, it kind of changes the dynamic and also you get to meet with people for longer so you're meeting with people for 50 minutes so almost an hour you know and then you meet with this person once a week for over two months um so, you know, you, you kind of get to know someone pretty well and you're helping them in their, you know, in, in, you know, in, in their, what they're trying to work out and their trauma that they had in their life. So it, it's a really special moment and I always really appreciated it. And, you know, meeting people in person, I always felt, you know, of course they can see my disability. And in my opinion, I just didn't want to have that quote unquote be the elephant in the room. I just kind of addressed it at the very first meeting all the time. And I always let the option, le left the option for them to ask me questions. Um, you know, I didn't spend too much time on it, but I, but I did want to, because like I said, I'm sure they could see, you know, the way I walk with the limp or that I couldn't really walk that fast or that my hand was just kind of locked in place. And sometimes I would even do worksheets and I couldn't read the worksheets. So I would have to explain that to them. And it was never a problem. Like, you know, everyone was very understanding and it actually worked out um, a lot of times great like that because they would just read the worksheets out loud and we would just kind of do them together versus them doing it by themselves. Or there were times where I would just have them do it by themselves and then at the end they would maybe read me what they wrote. You know, every once in a while I would, I would always tell them, you know, you don't have to read me what you wrote. You know, there was always that. But usually they, they felt comfortable enough to do so. Um, you know, and I would let them know I just can't read the small print, but I would always check with um, someone in the office to make sure I knew what type of worksheet I was giving them and that it made sense for the session and everything like that. You know, so the other thing I noticed that ended up happening is survivors would often tell me 
um, about maybe a disability that they have that you can't see or something similar to that. And a lot of times they would be like, you know, I normally don't share this with people because I don't feel comfortable, you know. And so I felt like because of my disability, people felt more inclined to share things with me like that. And um, I think that that was, you know, useful because it's hard to talk about things like that and then also dealing with trauma that happened in your life. So I always just really had a lot of admiration for my clients, you know, that, you know, they dealt with a lot of so much um, in their life and it was so brave for them to come in and talk about all of that. And, you know, I, I feel that because I have disabilities, um, I know what it's like to be judged and I know, you know, what it's like to, you know, having to go through life differently. And I think I've, I've tried my best not to judge others because, you know, it doesn't help. It never feels great. And so I think that that helped me, you know, talk to my clients and everything like that. And I'm always going to remember all of my clients and the moments that I sh got to share with them. And, you know, um, and I will always appreciate them. And I learned a lot from them. You know, it wasn't just they came to talk to me and during counseling, like I did, I'd learned a lot from doing this type of work. And it, like I said, it meant so much to me. So that basically wraps up today's episode. We talked a little bit about the pandemic, um, the silver linings of the good that had, has brought out in people and that uh, connections that are being made out there in the world right now. And then I had an opportunity to share a little bit with you guys some times where my disability has actually come in handy. And I hope, like I said, I hope this was a good distraction for you guys. And, um, uh, you know, I really enjoyed telling um, these things and I hope you guys enjoyed listening to them. Um, I just want to take a moment to kind of say that I plan to do these episodes on Sundays. But what actually ended up happening <laughs> this past Sunday is I recorded this entire episode and I went to edit it. And I somehow deleted the entire episode. I don't know what happened. I'm just going to call it a blindy moment. And I probably pressed something I was not supposed to. And so it was kind of late at night. And I was like very frustrated. I was like, okay, this is just awful now. I'm, I just can't. And I didn't re-record right away because I wasn't in a good mindset. And I didn't want to come on here and just sound all mean and upset, you know. And so I just went to bed and <laughs> I got up, had some coffee and just went about my day and stuff. And then I just felt like in a much better mindset and decided to try again um, and record this. So actually what I then um, just kind of decided is that I'm going to basically just record and... Um, try to upload episodes either on Sunday or on Monday. So that's kind of my goal to do this Sundays or Mondays. So look out for my episodes then. Um, and if you would like to follow me on Instagram, I would love to see you guys over there. You can find me under connect with purpose and that is connect with underscore purpose. Again, that's connect with underscore purpose. And I hope that all of you are able to stay healthy and safe and that all of your loved ones are able to stay healthy and safe.
And remember, when you believe in yourself, others will too. Always connect with a purpose.